politician arrived at Heaven's Gate one day together. And St. Peter, after doing all the necessary formalities, took them in hand to show them where their quarters would be. And he took them to a small single room with a bed, a chair, and a table, and said this was for the clergyman. And the politician was a little worried about what might be in store for him. And he couldn't believe it then when St. Peter stopped in front of a beautiful mansion with lovely grounds, many servants, and told him that these would be his quarters. And he couldn't help but ask. He said, but wait, how, there's something wrong. How do I get this mansion while that good and holy man only gets a single room? And St. Peter said, you have to understand how things are up here. We got thousands and thousands of clergy. You're the first politician who ever made it. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. This is Shirley Phelps Roper with the Westboro Baptist Church, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. What's up? It's Tom from Play YTs hanging out on The Anthony Rogers Show. What's up, everyone? This is Rain from Our Lady Peace, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. I'm Baby No Money, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. The best podcast. This is Agent Sebastian of the Cardinarks, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Vanderark from the Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Alright, I'm going to do a quick walkthrough of our cave monsters. Here we go. Omaha steaks are guaranteed to be perfect every single time. Can your grocery store say that? Can anyone? If you think this confidence sounds good, wait until you taste it. Just a little grilling wisdom from Omaha Steaks. For a limited time, get $40 off your first order when you use code BESTSTEAKS at checkout. Visit OmahaSteaks.com today. Here at Luxurious, we only use the best California pine trees around. Each woody oil and balm contains up to one whole tree. Did you know I handpick each and every pine cone myself and make it a point to find the older ones because, well, those are aged to perfection. Once the perfect tree is taken down and strategically stacked, it's on to phase two. At this point, each pine is carefully cut into smaller and more manageable pieces. I mean, will you just look at that pile of select wood? From this stage, the BFS 9000 shreds the pines into an almost angel soft fibrous material as shown here. Here at Luxurious, we use quality ingredients and the freshest pine cones. Get luxurious, my friends. Kent Maslowski is the bastard son of a biker and a church lady. He has had his comedy described as quirky, and for audiences that used to read books.
Eric Mutsos is a believer, husband, father, author, speaker, podcaster, former police officer. Ricardo, Rico, Avilas is a native from Arecibo, Puerto Rico. Also known as the language ninja for working many human trafficking. He has served in the army, trains Brazilian jiu-jitsu, is one of the hosts of the Rico podcast and a well-known Spanish translator and interpreter. You can find Ricardo in Missouri where he lives happily with his wife and kid. Anthony Rogers is your best friend and favorite comedian in the entire universe. Check out his album Doing Stand-Up Comedy or YouTube special Sunburnt in Hawaii. Rogers is also the host of the show. And here's your host. Welcome back to the best show in the universe. Um, that was the longest intro, so if you're one of the 993 people watching cross-platform, sorry to waste four minutes of your valuable time. Um, you know who's on the show? You saw the intro? You saw the flyer? You know who I am. Like, a job's already been done. We're bringing everybody out right now. Um, how you guys all doing? Good over here, man. Doing good. Good to see you. We're going to start off by uh, mansplaining the whole uh, Hawaii thing, um, the Maui thing, with uh, somebody that was actually there uh, to start that off, too. Like, uh, Chris actually, like, watched this happen. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. uh, well. <laughs> so, what did you experience, more or less, man? Like, what did you experience? I thought you said. Oh, I thought you were on Maui. Um, oh yeah, I was definitely on Maui, but I wasn't in the flames. Thank God. Uh, I was in Kihei. There's a fires over there too. But while Lahaina was going uh, going up, I saw, I saw some videos. You know, I had some friends that worked over there. So I saw quite a bit of the carnage through through media, but. The real witnessing is the aftermath of, you know, what happens after the fire, you know. I ended up moving out of there pretty quick. I, I came back, but, uh, yeah, it was nuts out there, man. Um, you wouldn't think that, you know, oh, there's a fire, you know, you're not, you know, really thinking. If you're outside of it, you don't really picture it being that. That's crazy. I know he was, uh, he was on now, guys. So, uh, that was, uh, so, so what, what are you, what are your thoughts, Eric, on like uh, the whole situation, like, uh, with the, the land grab and stuff? What do you think is going on there? The whole thing stinks, man. It's, it's like, <clears throat> to me, it's like a 9 11 2.0, um, you know, talking about the dumb cities. Are we on, are, is this on YouTube? So, are there certain things that I can and can't say? My goodness, the censorship. Um, I think to me personally, it was a deep state operation um, from the beginning. I think that it was all planned out. This uh, Governor Josh Green to me is unbelievably sick. You know, the things he's saying, you know, on, on, on Instagram, I did a reel about how he, I used his own words saying that this appeared to be a bomb like fire. I put that out on Instagram. It got picked up by even Charlie Kirk. And then they came and censored my they came and censored my videos because what the governor said. Um, Richard Richard by uh, I think it's Basen maybe he's the he's the mayor, he's the mayor of Maui. In March, in March of of this year, they took the emergency fund budget and this is online. It's it was an actual address from the mayor to to the city of Maui. 
um, or to the county of Maui, that that they're going to move their emergency fund budget from $3 million to $40 million. This is in March. Um, th there's some natives that are claiming that there are still, you know, several thousand people missing, mostly kids. So I, the, the whole thing stinks. I think it's really, I'm glad that you're still talking about it now because I'm just afraid that this is just going to go away like every other sick thing that they're doing. So yeah, and that's a lot like now, you know, they took out insurance, like, like uh, they, they took out more money in a way <laughs> before, before it all happened. It's like nuts. Like it, it definitely seems like a land grab. I'm like, uh, I mean, we're in, in a global situation. I mean, it definitely seems like that. I mean, that's good. What, what are the other guys' thoughts on that, man? Like, what do you guys think about it? I'll let Kent go first. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't think your mic's on. While he's figuring that out, while he's figuring out the mic, another yeah. thing, uh, while he's figuring this out. So, so another thing that I saw today actually was they're already building these these containers, you know, like the container homes, they've already got all these little container neighborhoods, not even the 40 foot containers, like the 20 foot containers where they're going to be corralling all of the, the, the natives that don't have homes into these little tiny cities of container homes. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, that's bizarre, man. I like to see that like, uh, It's yeah, crazy. Okay. Out of control. I interviewed a gal. I I, I interviewed a gal on my uh, Rumble channel, and she just told me how the the weather was unbelievably bizarre. Like the weather that came in. You know, the fact. Another fact that people aren't talking about is that they said, you know, even the governor that it's hurricane. It was because of the hurricane, because of you know global warming, that all of a sudden, you know, the hurricane's about five to six hundred miles. On the other side of Oahu, did you know this, Anthony? No, it's great. No, I saw a lot of weather patterns. Seemed like they're like uh, they're weather weapons. It seemed like I mean, because a lot of people were saying like I don't, I don't. Like, it seemed like definitely synthetic weather or something. Like I was hearing reports no, on that. At least point. The, well, I'm just trying to say that that yes, it was synthetic, but but they're blaming it on the they're blaming it on the hurricane that was 600 miles away. Just to put that into perspective, that's like from the bottom, lazy of Florida like all the way up into Georgia, like it's it, like, and they're saying that was the wind that did it. But yet in Oahu, there was no wind and Oahu's in between the hurricane and Maui. So give me a break. Yeah. I was just down there in March. It's like, a, it's weird. Like I was just in that area that was burned down. I passed out. Another Honestly, thing. Like, is I'm going to show on that. Area. Chris guys like promoting Maui. So you sound there, let me know about Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, another thing is the the mishandling of the entire situation from the beginning, where there was zero communication. And if and let me let me say it like this: to the extent of what I read and I know, there was no communication between the the different levels of of the state agencies, right? Normally, when you have a situation like this, and Eric might know a little more about this, is that you always want to communicate between between everybody. So that way, if I don't cover a gap, this person can cover that gap. And then this person goes here. 
but it seems almost either negligent or intentional, which either way would be intentional. But then at the same time, now everybody's coming forth to say, well, this happened and we did this and we did that. And you can tell when it's a clusterful, like Eric said, it's like we're blaming this that was X amount of fucking miles over there. But yet they never sat down and really I, I believe they don't even have like a proper body count yet, if I'm not mistaken. If so, not, if I am not at all. Right. They're they're saying yeah. that there's literally thousands of people gone. Yeah. yeah I, including children, which is weird because you know how you see those aerial views of all of the debris and all the burnt everything? Yeah. Except school buses. Like I saw one video that all the school buses are still there. So it's like, uh, how are the school buses there? You know, like, where are the kids? Where are the kids? Yeah, to that's me, the scary part. The, to me, that's it's like, part. you know, I I don't want to get into all the conspiracies, but I have seen photos of, like, underground stuff there in Maui where there's underground by the, by the mountains. I've seen, look, all I know is that the whole thing stinks to high hell and we need to be asking questions and, and you know, oh, and they already had all the billions of dollars that were ready. You know, this, yeah. we haven't even talked about the, I don't want to say certain words if we're on certain platforms because they will hit this stuff, but the D, the, the E, the W, can you guys get what I'm saying? The D, the E, the W, <laughs> like the do, um, these things, the government has these, these weapons, they are real, real weapons. And it just happens to be that Maui is one of the states that have these, these, uh, DEW weapons, the directs. Um, and, and then Vegas has them as well. But the fact that that whole thing was scorched the way that it was like the, 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 the wind was coming in, like the, the gal that I interviewed said that there was, it was the strangest wind that you've ever seen. And people that are watching this thinking like, this has got to be conspiracy. The government has the, the government has weapons that can pretty much do every single storm. This is decades old. This isn't like a, a 2023 conspiracy. This is decades old. Um, they can create any type of storm that they want. Yeah. The, the, and I think in, in certain Middle Eastern countries that I won't mention so we don't get flagged, they, they make it rain whenever the hell they want. So this isn't something that's like new or something that have you guys like, been seeing the lightning about. storms all over America, the these crazy lightning storms that are just going no. No not here, no, not here no, in Missouri, thunder, huh? no thunder. Just these heard about my Instagram channel. If you go to my Instagram channel about, you know, 10 videos down, uh, which is just at Eric Mutos, you can see these wild lightning storms. And people started sending them to me from all over the place where they're just literally about about three to five lightning strike. I mean, every second, boom, 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 boom. No light, no thunder. Hmm. And it's all on video. I've got the whole thing. I, I filmed for, for a long, long time. And it was the, it was the creepiest thing. And then after all of that, then all of the rain came in and flooded I 15 from Vegas to Cali. And then, you know, the whole, um, what's that? What's that huge festival they do that was that was pretty much drowned? Burning Man. Burning Man. Mm, oh yeah. So yeah, it was it was a couple days after those crazy lightnings that Burning Man was completely under underwater. 
my question is always is why? Like, I understand, like, the whole, cons- not conspiracy, like, that's a thing. People are calling it, like, the whole land grab thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. grabbing land and shit like that, which, like, I can understand. I can understand that point. But I just can't, like, wrap my head around, like, what the fuck is your end game here? You know? Like, yeah. W- w- what, what, uh, what is it that, like, the end game is? Because I can understand, like, testing, like, and we'll go down the rabbit hole, right? Like, I can understand testing weapons, right? We've seen that. We've seen the British the British government do that back in the day when they nuked a, a couple Navy vessels and they kept them in the middle and they destroyed generations of people. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I can't think of a why, logical... Yeah, why, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, a couple that's theories opinion. A couple theories out there is one, just tests. These are just tests, so they're just seeing yeah. what, what they can do. Um, and then second is the these tunnels underneath vegas because vegas pretty much flooded i don't know if you saw a lot of the the water coming in through vegas did you see that Mm-mm. just no. unbelievable i mean the streets buses were just completely halfway up the buses but there are there are miles and miles and miles of tunnels underneath vegas where thousands and thousands of people live yeah. i don't know if you knew that springfield has the anthony correct me if i'm wrong springfield has the like the underground tunnels, right? Most cities do. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Most cities yeah. do. And so it's possible that they're trying to take out all those tunnels. Because mm-hmm. there's, be dar- there's a lot of dark stuff that happens under there. Well, it's like in South Korea, they have those tunnels where, where they have like checkpoints in between. <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony. I don't know. It seems, it seems like a giant, like uh, just part of the, the the giant global stake or like depopulate, kill the poor. Uh, I mean, just the same plan over and over again. Just taking like uh, like people that uh, don't have green pieces of paper, like anything they have, you know, like taking taking their like land house. I mean, it's continuous thing. Like, like depopulation with the vaccine and like uh, like now Hawaii is on fire. Everywhere's on fire. It's- 17 places so there eight rich people really 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 hate us like basically it's like what it seems like to me well and in, in in my opinion these people have wanted us gone for a long time right and these these are people that don't believe that there should be a certain amount of people on planet earth in my opinion that's what this whole last three years was about i know there's certain words we can't use so i can just do it it's like they send out this this thing that starts with the letter V and then they come out with the solution, right? The solution that goes into your arm. And then all of a sudden we have how many millions of people dying? How many, how many times have you seen died suddenly all over the place? It's unbelievable. Well, Eric, they're saying that it's because they're working out too hard, even though they're (laughs) fat as fuck. Um, I mean, just regular people. I mean, I have one of my friends, one of my friends, 39 years old. Great in shape you know he just had a heart attack it's like this doesn't happen and nobody is connecting the dots it's the aliens eric it's the aliens that's gonna be the next thing it'll be like it's the fucking aliens who did maui watch <laughs> i'm gonna laugh if i call that i'm gonna laugh if well, i call aliens, it out aliens makes complete sense if you think about it because any technology that you don't want to own you can just say oh that, no that's alien technology so you know, anything you've developed, you don't actually have to say that you did it. And it's, you know, it came from another galaxy. It's the perfect cover for literally anything you want to do. Yeah. Whatever, however you want to call it, it's evil. 
And I think we need to shine light on it. And I think people really need to wake up right now because in the next several years, things are going to drastically change in the United States of America and we need to get prepared for what's coming. No, I definitely agree. I think that's been since 9-11. I think we've been losing rights. Like, every, like, micro tragedy since, like, 9-11, we've been, like, losing rights. Like, the Patriot Act to, like, now, you know, like, now we're just, like, they don't even tell us why they do this anymore. They're just, like, like, I get, like, uh, notifications, like, oh, you can't, you can't post this, but we can't show you what, uh, what, what you posted, but, uh, you can't post it. And it's, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just, like, it's, like, it's, like, nerd corporate, like, dictatorship. It's the most boring dictatorship of all time. It's like the gayest dictatorship I've ever been part of. I feel like that's how I feel like. Yeah, we don't even have a fun dictatorship. It's oh, it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna get wild, man. That's I always try to tell people like you better get stocked up on some food. You know, I've got I got four kids. Like, do you have enough food for at least a year for your family? A year, so you don't have to bow down to some psychopathic government to get your bread from them. Like get food and get water for at least a year. You can, and it's not that much money, man. It's really not. Like, we saw from what happened just with the little stupid toilet paper crisis that anything can go south really quick. And I think what's planned and what's coming, dude, it it's gonna make that look like child's play compared to what's coming. That old toilet paper thing is so frustrating to me because they did it and then they mocked us for it because it was like. You, you, toilet paper is like, it, first of all, it's it's modern, it's crazy modern, and it's not a thing that's easy to come by. You can't just go make some toilet paper. So people were like, well, if we're hunkering down, we got to get toilet paper. And then when when people went for it, they pointed at them and they were like, oh, look at look at how crazy people are acting. It's like this is a basic necessity. What are you talking about? Like. It's it's insane how they they just flip that narrative, like on a dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems to be a common occurrence too. I mean, if you look at everything that we've done in the past, it, it, insert X amount of years. You know, everything always seems to have like a ripple effect ten years later. I think though, there's there's a silver lining. I think part of the silver lining is a lot of people are waking up, and a lot of people are starting to realize the the bullshit in front of them mm-hmm. you know me personally like it's one of those things like coming from puerto rico like you get used to like going months without electricity and water and you prepare mm-hmm. and you kind of know like you know sometimes you gotta you gotta use toilet paper iraq style you know what i'm saying like you gotta like go and then you clean and you wipe you know wow not, not that i would go to those extreme measures but like i think i think people are at least from what i see in my in my line of work like people are starting to realize a lot of bullshit and they're starting to catch it on early. And that's the thing is if everybody just catches on to the bullshit early, it's like, ah, yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, like, yeah. but there's always people who are just going to line up, man. Well, it's that's just, the problem. That's what the problem with our school system for the last several decades in America is that you don't even teach. You don't even they don't even teach kids that they have God given rights. They they don't even know about their rights. They think the government literally controls them. And I try to tell people this as a for, as a former police officer, like you have you have rights. The Constitution doesn't give you those rights. It's like, look, I got a little pocket Constitution right here. This guy doesn't give you your rights. This is supposed to tell the politicians what they can and can't do. Your rights come from God. 
don't give them up. But when, when COVID hit, everybody just thought, I've, what, they're, this is, they're in charge of us. They had no clue that they needed to exercise their rights. They had no clue. Yeah, it was really scary. It was. And so we started doing rallies and I started doing these big rallies in Utah. Oh, the, the mainstream media hated me so bad because we did these huge rallies, dude, like right at the beginning of COVID, like right at the end of March, April, when it was happening. Like I, I, cause Salt Lake City, they set up this snitch line where you could call the police if you weren't social distancing. And so my, cause I used to work for Salt Lake City police for seven years and and that's a whole nother story how they took my badge, but, um, they set up a snitch line so that if you're not social distancing, um, police will come to tell you to get away from each other. So I called the snitch line on myself and I recorded myself and I said, Hey, there's going to be a former policeman that's going to do a big rally. And they're like, well, he can't do that. I said, he's going to. And so we had like a couple thousand people show up right there and and i was very adamant so we started doing big 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 rallies gatherings to help save these small businesses we'd get like hair stylists we'd get people that have small businesses and we'd just take over a park and we just shop we'd help those businesses out it was freaking awesome nice very cool it is awesome cool. yeah and we, the, we made a Anyway, we made a documentary on it. If you guys want to watch at ericmutsos.com, it's called Non-Essential. And it's how we pulled off the first concert in America um, during COVID. We had 6,000 people come. It was amazing. It was almost non-existent in our area. Yeah, that's like, awesome. people, were still, people were still doing like their yeah, own shit. Like, comedy shows. Yeah, comedy shows were happening and shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna freaking do it real fast, like uh, anybody segues, but uh, we're gonna freaking do it real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great uh, weather report. We all learned a lot, I feel like, in that report. It looked dark. <laughs> you need to take a page from Hispanic news, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> just put just put like a hot porn star in there, like caliente, and you would get millions of views, bro. Like hi guys. There he's back. I'm doing great so far. It's breaking down. He's back. He's back. The weather report. You weren't getting the weather, you're getting the weather still. The weather's cold outside, but it's windy over my area right now. It was heavy rain earlier today. What's it like? Uh, what's it like in New York City? It was heavy rain in my area today in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Then it got to lots of thunderstorms, rain in Central United States, including your area, later on in the week. Nice. Nice man. Where, where's everybody else from? It's like in Nebraska. I know somebody's from Nebraska. It's like in Nebraska. Lots of thunderstorms going to be in Nebraska. Got a lot of thunderstorms in week two. Then it got some comfortable, breezy, cool air in New Mexico. 
in southeastern United States, except for California. It's going to be really hot. Watch showers in Seattle, Washington this weekend. Come. So uh, we got a we got cough point. I think Brian's cough point. What what's the weather like in cough point around? Um, should, is that my cue to talk? It's like my cue. <laughs> yeah, no, it's trying to get cranky to hear the weather where you're at. I was just, I was catching up on everybody's weather. Give me the weather. I think uh, the mic's not working. So. Yeah, yeah, I thought. Then it got some hot weather. I thought, I thought this. This last Hot rain, the forecast on the West Coast next week. Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, all these places. Sorry, any hurricanes or earthquakes coming? And it's going to bring hot weather in Los Angeles this week, too. Then it's going to bring Santa Ana winds later on this year in Southern California, like Los Angeles. And interior Southern California It's going to bring a lot of fires there. And the El Nino is going to kick up in the high gear this fall and winter. That's going to bring a lot of brush fires in Australia. You heard it here first. So, Frank, we don't everybody uh, with the weather. So, I uh, appreciate that. I know you guys know what's going to happen in your areas. Watch out for all the fires and stuff. And thank you, Frank. You got well. So, I appreciate your weather report. All right. So, uh, the second half of the show, we're going to talk about the uh, sex trafficking. Uh, Ricardo uh, gives a bunch of speeches on and stuff like that, and then uh, Brian wanted to start off with uh, kind of a thought on that, and Eric's probably done like 50 podcasts on it, and like is uh, probably better person everybody on it. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so, Brian, what was your point? What were you trying to say? Like, in the beginning, Bravo? Yeah, so this question's, uh, I just wanted to address this. I know, Eric, you, uh, you uh, talk a lot about uh, Mr. Bollard, uh, Mr. Tim. And uh, this is something I want to kind of address that I think a lot of people haven't dealt with in the um, sort of arena of this whole, you know, Sound of Freedom movie and all these things pertaining to this. Just so you guys know, I'm I'm aware of this kind of stuff. I deal with it. I'm, I pray for people. I'm like I found an exorcist. Hurricane Lee has left, left my area this weekend. Hurricane Lee left my area. So I'm for him to talk, finish talking. The, uh, the, uh, what I'm trying to get at is I deal with this stuff all the time, quite often. All right. And I deal with people that have gone through this type of experience of human trafficking and these type of things that go on. And a year ago this week, Hurricane Fiona just hit San Scotia. The three meteorologist, the storm chaser, Aaron J. Jackass met me in person. Uh, there's a video footage from there, JJ. I'll wait till you're. Uh... <laughs> Good. This is for the storm chaser here in JJ. He met me in person last year. Go ahead, Brian. What what was your thing? I was I was I was I got lost a little bit there. You you deal with a lot of people who've been in in trafficked or been victims or survivors. I believe I, that's the last thing I heard. Yeah, I, I uh, pray for people and I cast demons out. And uh, okay. hey guys, thank you for 
Hey, if any of you are getting some links for me, me, or Jack last year. I'll wait till he's done with his report, his weather report, and then I'll continue talking so he can have the stage for a moment there. We'll we'll talk serious when when he stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done with his weather. And it's going to bring lots of rain all across the coast of the United States this weekend coming. And New Zealand's got really, really hot weather in southern New Zealand today. Their spring starts on September 23rd, and our fall starts on September 23rd. Oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anything else happening, Frankie? And, and over in Japan, lots of rain and thunderstorms going on in Japan, Taiwan, and southern China, Hong Kong. A lot of thunderstorms and rain going on in Thailand. Philippines, Singapore, Indonesia, Cambodia, Vietnam, Laos, and all these countries. Monsoon season soon will come to an end in India. Sri Lanka is right now still in the dry season for now. Most Indies, Madagascar, and La Rio and Mauritius Island still very soon in the rainy season there. Uh-huh. In places like in England, they got hit by remnants of Hurricane Lee. As opposed to tropical storm that's just hit England for a high winds heavy rain in England. Wow, thanks, Frankie. I appreciate uh, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's how the weather is now. Right now, it's cold, the cool outside in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Right now, a couple of weeks ago, it was last week. It was really humid in my area, and a week before that, it was really humid in my area too. Feel that, bro. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. We're gonna, so, uh, Brian, you had a question? I mean, wait, when he, uh, I'll jump in. <laughs> but I got I don't think Frankie's done with his weather report. And did you hear about this over? A lot of storms and rain going on in England right yeah. now. He's still going. From the United Kingdom to Senegal, Hurricane mm-hmm. Nigel. Going to completely bypass Nova Scotia altogether later on this week on September 21st. It's going to completely bypass North America altogether. There's another low pressure system headed towards eastern United States on September 22nd, 23rd. This going to bring a whole lot of rain all across the East Coast of the United States and America, like Carolinas, all the way up to New York City and Boston, all these places. And then down to Southern California, it's going to get warmer than average temperatures. Lots of storms going yes, on. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Um, appreciate it. We're going to let Brian continue this question about. Uh... Well, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, Thanks for coming on. I got what's really. All right. So, uh, Brian, what are you saying? Cool. Yeah. So, uh, this is, this is uh, I wanted to address this to you, Eric, because I know you're a big fan of Tim Ballard there. And I like your stuff, by the way. Love your stuff, by the way. No, no, uh, I think your stuff is pretty awesome. And you talk about a lot of good topics and share a lot of good information. But um, what I'm going to get at is, you know, when I when I've dealt with this, I deal with a lot of recognizing symbolism. And I recognize demonic entities and I recognize and I pray for people that are involved in secret organizations like, you know, Freemasonry and this kind of such. 
And I've seen a lot of dark stuff, a lot, a lot of evil stuff. And uh, when it comes to the human trafficking thing, I think this movie, this Sound of Freedom thing, a lot of people don't really know what to believe. They're like, oh, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Oh, it's great. It's great. Let me bring something up to you guys about the D.A.R.E. program. I think this is important to understand because the D.A.R.E. program was responsible for talking about how bad drugs are, guys. Drugs are bad. Drugs are so bad. And it told everybody what drug dealers look like. And it told them what drugs look like. You know, it was single-handedly more responsible for getting more people involved in drugs than any single thing ever done in the United States. The D.A.R.E. program, every kid that I went to school with, except for me, every single one of them fell to drugs. And like my entire graduating class, every program where the D.A.R.E. program was instituted, the D.A.R.E. program failed miserably by in, in getting people involved in drugs, okay? Miserably. You wanna know why? The reason why is because they don't show you the consequences. They taught kids what drugs look like, what drug dealers look like, what kind of things are going on. They didn't teach kids the consequences of what drugs are. Now this Sound of Freedom movie, I think does the same exact thing to be completely honest. It doesn't share the consequences of what these children are going through. I know what these children have gone through. I've talked with them. I've dealt with people that have gone through these programs, bro. It's not what they're talking about. And that stupid little movie is pathetic. Okay. Mm -hmm. If Tim Ballard wanted to be true, he would say what's really going on. What's really going on is they're chopping children up and eating them. Okay. And that sounds, and they don't put it in the movie. Why? Because they don't want it. They want you to think it's only about sex trafficking, guys. It's only about sex trafficking. That's not what's going on. If he wanted to be truthful, he would say what's really going on. And the children are being killed and murdered, not just being sex trafficked for funsies. Okay. And people think, oh, drugs are bad. I'm not going to do drugs. But then the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, but you know, it's not that bad. Maybe I might do some drugs. But then it gets into the, the same thing happens with this movie. They, they talk about human trafficking. Oh, it's bad, but it's not that bad. Look at the little girl at the end. She gets saved. And guess what? She gets her drum and then she gets back and she's put back into her home playing her little drum. And she's like, oh, playing her little drum, being all happy. And like nothing ever happened. It doesn't share the consequences the consequences of the dark, evil stuff that goes down, you don't get to see that. You get to think Tim Bollard's the hero who saves the day. Oh, yay, he saved the day from the human trafficking victim and there's no consequences for that little girl. You don't know the kind of outfall that I deal with, that I've seen in people that have gone through this kind of stuff. As for South America, sweater supposed to be lost under some of the Holocaust, Venezuela, and all across Northern Brazil. Well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to... Peru and Bolivia. And Southern Peru is going to be really dry. Lots of rain in Ecuador and Bolivia and all these places awesome. in Northern Peru. And Northern Chile is really, really, really dry. Awesome, like Brady. there. It's really dry in Brazil. As Southern Brazil. And Southern Chile and Argentina is bringing a lot of rain in coastal areas and snow up in the mountains. Southern Chile. Okay, so Frankie, you have something demonic in you. And I would pray it out of you right now. And I'd probably <laughs> throw up. Like literally, I'm, I'm about to do it right now. If you want to get delivered right now on air, I'll social pray media, for you. my Twitter is at Frankie McKee. My Facebook is Frankie McKee. We'll go down right now, bro. Demon, whatever demon's in you right now, you want to deal with that? We if you want to, if you want to follow me on social media, my Twitter is at Frankie McKee. We can deal with the demon inside of you, bro, because you've got a demon of rejection as a child, because your parents actually rejected you quite a bit. And so I feel really bad for you. And I know that you don't have very many, uh, you don't have a lot of people that stuck around in your life. You have a lot of abandonment. I can see that on you. What else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the fact, the relationship issues that you've gone through or didn't go through yeah. because of all the problems that you got? 
I mean, like we can talk about the drug addiction that you've dealt with. You want to talk about that on air? Because we can talk about all the things that you got going on in your life, bro. Because I don't mind praying for you right now. If you really want to deal with that. I deal with demons like this all the time, buddy. Do you want, do you want healing? Do you want deliverance? Do you want freedom? Because like, this is the authority of Christ. Do you want to do that? Hey guys. If you want to follow me on social media, my Twitter is at Frankie MacD. My Facebook is Frankie MacDown. My Instagram is cool. Frankie MacD 94. My TikTok is Frankie 94. My Clack is Frankie 94. My Twitch is Frankie 94. My Snapchat is Frankie ABCDON. My YouTube channel is Dogs Wolves. And my LinkedIn is Frankie Down. Best luck to you. I'm Frankie Down. You're listening to Nancy Rogers Show. Awesome. Wow. All right. Have a great day. All right. Bye bye, Demon. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. So. Anyways, this is the kind of stuff I deal with demonic entities all the time, guys. But I have to deal with this kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, so demons like to interfere. It's kind of yeah. So I so what so I guess specifically, what's the question? What I'm saying is, uh, you know, I think this is something that you should address. Is the fact that I don't think that this movie is good. I think if it was actually good, it wouldn't have made it to the theaters. I think this movie is doing what the D.A.R.E. program did, and it's promoting human trafficking. And what do you want to bet? There's more people that went down to Mexico to look for what that stuff is after they watched that movie. What do you want to bet that increased human trafficking? Because that movie didn't show you the consequences. It didn't show you what was really going on and the kind of things that were really happening with these children. Yeah, look, I... I, I understand where you're coming from. I try to look at things on a different. I try to see things like, well, how many, how many, um, how many people could it have saved that watched the movie that isn't going to get into pornography now? I don't know. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. I I get your opinion. I've seen it. I have friends that say the exact same thing. Um, I'm I'm kind of more concerned on what's happening right now. That's are you uh-huh. are you kind of reading what's happening with the whole, like everything that's coming out with with OUR and are you familiar with everything that's happened in the last couple of days? It's really with some of the things that just got exposed. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's, that's the more, to me, I hope, I hope that he'll address a lot of this stuff. Um, it's, I mean, it's pretty gnarly stuff. So I'm kind of just waiting, you know, I don't, I like to, I like to just watch and wait. Um, as far as a fan, um, I I think I I'm I try to look at the best in people, right? I try to see like, okay, what is what is it that they're trying to do? Are they bring are they shining light on a darkness? But in the end, um, men are very corruptible. Yep. And I so, think, do you not think that this could be something subversive? Because I think it could be very definitely something that is, uh, you know, probably probably intentionally creating corruption. Hey, you know what? Uh, at this point, 2023, nothing surprises me. Nothing <laughs> surprises me. Uh, nothing. Like, I, I I, cannot say definitive. My mind will change all the time. The things that I used to think even, even three years ago has changed to where it's like, I'm almost to the, I'm looking at flat earth stuff. I don't even, I don't believe it, but it's like, I'm looking at this stuff now. I'm like, what is, I almost want the earth to be flat because it's like, yeah, we lied about that too. You know, I think, the you know, that, that's the interesting part, because sometimes things that uh, I think there's a lot of psyops going on. I think there's a lot of ops because it's like they know that once you start to realize that everything's a lie and you're like, well, where is the line drawn? Mm-hmm. You know, like there is no there is no like you're like, OK, suddenly this is true. This isn't true. This isn't true. And the earth is flat. You know what? <laughs> the earth is flat. Like what? Like, at this Son point, of a bitch. Yeah, I knew so it. To, so to, but but to, to answer your question is this. 
this is why I'm trying to to really, really find, and for me, and I know this, I don't know if this will offend some of you. I'm trying to find Christ on a different next level to just try to understand what is truth. I try to love people. I try to bring people to God because in my opinion, even when I was a cop, I would, they used to call me the preaching cop. Some people at the homeless shelter, because I would try to bring, I would say the only thing that's going to help you is Jesus Christ. Cause I really yep. believe that to me, I yep. believe that is the only answer to this. And Satan is so unbelievably good at all of the stuff. We're in his kingdom. We're in the devil's kingdom right now. Uh -huh. And until we spiritually remove ourselves out, uh, we won't be able to have eyes that see. What will not? You got to walk in the kingdom of heaven, bro. That's what you mm -hmm. got to do. And that's why Jesus says, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, you know that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You know that verse that says, it says, it talks about, you know, it's harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. Mm. And everybody goes, oh, that means it's harder for it to go to heaven, guys. Oh, it's really difficult to go to heaven if you're rich. No, there's nothing to do with going to heaven when you die. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus said, is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is the authority to cast out demons. The kingdom of heaven is the authority to heal people. Mm. That's why Jesus, they said, they said, Lord, how can we know who's a real Christian? You know, the Bible gives you a definition of what a Christian is. It's in Mark 16, 17. It literally says these signs will follow those who believe. Number one, they will drive out demons. Number mm. two, it says they will lay, they'll speak in new tongues. It says they will, they will drink poisons that will not hurt them. They can pick up serpents and it will not hurt them. They'll lay their hands on sick people and they will get well. These signs are the definitive characteristic signs of what a Christian is. So when you want to walk in the authority of Christ, like this is what we do. We heal people by praying for them by delivering them from demonic oppression, from drug addiction, from demonic entities, from all these type of things. And that's where the Christ love is. It's like, hey, look, you know, you want to sp spring the truth, you bring the truth. And when the truth gets interfered, we cast the demons out. And so that's kind of like, that's kind of what I think the truth is going. Probably something you should look into, Eric, because I think you have an anointing to probably do that when you walk into it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's. I in the next couple of days, in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna we're gonna see some real stuff. Um, and and my mind is always subject to change. And and I to me, I just want the truth. I try to search for the truth in whatever it is. I get. It. I do the same thing, man. Anyways, I just wanted to pop in, throw that out there, guys. I'm gonna take off. Hey, uh, Brian, I got a question. I got a question for you for you, guys, Brian. I right. do you think? Uh, you think the weather guy really has a demon in him, or was that just you like mad? Because no, like uh, you think the weather guy actually has a demon? No, like 100% he has a demonic entity of rejection, and uh, something, something rejected him, his, his family. He also had some obvious drug abuse stuff that he dealt with, but there's definitely a demonic entity of rejection that he's got to deal with, and it's probably oppressing him in a lot of ways, and it's probably not, it's not good. I, I feel bad for him. I'll pray for him if he wants me to pray for can him. You, can you just see like demons and anybody legit? Or... Say what? Can you see that in anybody? Like anybody? Like can you see that in anybody? You know, ninety nine percent. Can you see demons like in anybody? Like you can just tell, like, or what? Wait, do I have yeah, like ninety nine percent of people? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell well, you, wasn't it Mary? Wasn't it Mary Magdalene that had seven devils? I, you know, she had a she had a few. There was a few different things, but that was another text. I think it wasn't direct. Nice. But yeah, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of different. Like most people have multiple demonic entities in them, and then you know I operate in what's called the the discernment of spirits. It's a gift of the spirit, 
it's a spirit of God. It's a spiritual gift that the Bible talks about, but a lot of people for some reason live in the time right now and the end times where it says they will have a form of godliness, but deny the power. That's the, that's the world we walk in right now. So a lot of people don't believe in the power of God. That's why Paul said, you know, it's not by clever words that I convince you, but by the power of God, like I can sit here and have a conversation with people about stuff all the time. But when I pray for you and you throw up because a demon just left you, that's a whole nother level of belief right there. That's the power of God, you know, moving through you. And so like, yeah, most people have demonic entities. It's pretty common. A, so does anybody on screen have a demon? Screen have a demon? Scream? Oh, anybody on the screen? Oh, uh, you know, if they wanted to ask and we wanted to have a conversation, I'm sure that would be a yes, yeah. but that's normal. It's not it's not that big a deal, honestly. Like demons oppress a lot of people at the time, and that's the freedom that Christ gives you. If you have sin in your life and you're giving into sin, you've got something demonic usually affecting you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, so you know, if you're watching porn, if you're giving into lust, mm -hmm. if you're giving into to abuse, you're giving in anger, you've usually got something demonic attached to you. That's just the way it rolls, you know. And you and you have the power in the name of Christ to cast those out. It's like yep. you have that power. And further, you have the power to invite holy angels to gather around you. It's really, really important that you say these things and you pray because, in my opinion, like we're not even using the name of Christ properly. Everywhere Jesus went, he was he was casting out demons. Mm -hmm. I mean, he cast yep. out. It's like uh, one third of his. Yeah. And so then you think, well, how many demons? Well, a third of the host <laughs> of heaven fell. A third of the host of heaven fell with Satan. And that's built. That's built spirits that are here that know you very well. They know your weaknesses. They know your they know your problems. So that's why it's really, really important that we try to stay morally clean. And when we sin, we we go to God and say, I'm sorry. And and you will be cleansed like it's uh -huh. repentance. The Jesus's first message was repentance. Yes, his very first message was repent. And and it's not a bad thing to repent. Go to God and repent. Every, we all, I guarantee you, one, two, three, four, all five of us are dealing with something. We all have problems. And and that's what that's what the young rich ruler he did. Well, I crucify my flesh. And so I, I try, I don't uh yeah, I don't walk in sure. But it's something that we definitely like, you know, when we're we're not walking in the authority of Christ, sin can overcome and overpower yeah. you. And but. those demons, and one last thing, sorry, I believe mm -hmm. those demons, the reason why they want our bodies so bad, the reason why they want us to sin, because they that's how they feel. So so those those demons that went into the pigs, the swine that Jesus cast them in, they would rather be in pigs than anything. And so they want so when we start doing going into some gross sin, that's when they can literally feel their addictions, right? They can feel what we're feeling. That's and so you got to get them out. Yeah. It was guys, thanks for having me on, Eric. You should follow me. We'll have a conversation. We'll yeah, dude. Yeah, somehow yeah. we'll have Anthony. Have Anthony send my info, or or vice versa. Deal. Alrighty, guys. Cool. Keep talking about all yeah. kinds of crazy. Yeah, I've yeah, I both got to reach out. Hey, on, Brian. Thanks for coming, bro. Anthony, you had a all right. Back to the actual chat, guys. Is my mic working and stuff? Like he kept saying more than stuff. Yeah, Is this coming cool? It's messed up. It's it's yeah. Let's keep up. going. Uh, you uh, you cover a lot of these things. So Oh God! So, like, what kind of like delay or something like scratchy? Like, what kind of? It just what? sounds. It just sounds. There's just something it wrong with like the sound. Echoey. Yeah, it's like it's peaking or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's fucking weird. Okay. There you go. Right there. That's good. That was much better. That's probably better, right? I can see the, see the mic up, yeah. All right, much sorry, better. Yeah, no. Okay, no, uh, so, yeah, we probably did as much speeches on sex traffic, so like that. I think Eric's covered a lot of that and stuff, and uh, Kent's a comedian like I am and stuff, so I had a little bit of this, too. So what, what kind of stuff for, uh, uh, regardless, like, uh, carry uh, with your uh, information, like, uh, you would? Well, it's it's really interesting because Brian, Brian and Eric said some things that, like, really hit the nail. And I think that in most of my experiences that I have. So first of all, for the people that don't know me, I'm a Spanish interpreter and translator. I basically from 2017 to mid late 2020, I for some reason created a, a name in the Missouri area of being the interpreter for human trafficking victims. And one of the things that if you know anything about interpreters is that we're basically the voice of those people in order for you to understand it. And whenever you're the interpreter, you know, for years you sign a lot of NDAs and you sign a lot of shit. And it's really difficult to like. For me, in the beginning, it was really difficult to explain like what human trafficking was. And like Brian said something brilliant about them eating the kids and stuff like that. And that's actually one of the forms of trafficking, which is called organ trafficking. Personally, I don't have any, any, any experience in those cases. I know a couple feds and a couple friends who worked those cases. So I can't say much about it, but I will tell you this. I had a, I got called one time by a three letter agency to do an, uh, to sit on an interrogation for a, a dude that was a known trafficker. And what he said really like chilled, like, really sent chills up my spine because I never forget it. When I walked in, I introduced myself and then, you know, I said it in English and in Spanish. And when they're talking to him, I never forget. They go, why are you doing this? And he goes, well, this is no different than how you take puppies from the mother or how you slaughter cattle and no one cares. So the way he explained trafficking is they look at human beings as cattle. So what can you get out of cattle? You can get milk, you can get you can use their skin, you can get meat, you can, you know, get more cattle, you can, you know, transport it, help them move stuff. So that's the way that they basically look at at people. And it's a fucking inhumane way to look at them. And part of the problem with that is that a lot of people don't want to really open their eyes to how shitty human beings can be, right? And I'll give you an example. I think I told you the story a while back, Anthony, with the 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 pedo guy that was taking Facebook pictures from people's profiles. And I got into sit on that interrogation. And the first thing he says is he's like, I'm not a monster. He's like, I just take people's profile pictures of their kids. They put it there. And here's the thing, man, when it when it comes to trafficking, you have to understand one thing, like over 80 percent of the cases that that you'll run into is from family members. I'll, I'll use a notorious case that I did. Uh, it was it was a couple kids that they were being sold and trafficked by the mom and the dad just to get money. And when you sit down and you 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 break that down, you know. You have to like really at the end of the day, know, know thy neighbor, right? 
and Eric, you'll you'll correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think that's part of the Bible: is know thy neighbor as you know thyself. I believe, or well, love thy neighbor. Yeah, it's love, love God first, and then love your neighbor love, as love thyself. Love thy so neighbor. Treat It's the golden rule. The, yes, thank you. So the problem the problem that you run into this right is that we don't really follow the golden rule a lot of times. And and I myself, I've been guilty of that too. Or like, I'll look at something, I go, ah, whatever. But after those three years that I spent working those cases, man, like you come to realize that you see things a little differently, you know, like you'll drive by and you'll see a kid walking by themselves or you'll look at the way that someone's grabbing a kid, the way that the kid's interacting. And I hate to say this, man, but like most of my cases, it was females or kids. The majority of them were kids. So you have to understand that it's such a complex thing that the easiest thing that I can tell anyone and to tell to your audience and to anybody here is that just look around you. And I think everybody in here, you know, Kent, Eric, Anthony, uh, Anthony, I know you personally, like everybody in here has a pretty good instinct of what something fucked up looks like. Right. And it's the old saying, if it looks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, then goddamn it, Aflac. And the problem that I confront a lot of times when communicating these experiences to people is that they either want to take it apart and think it's something out of a movie, which Brian touched it upon earlier, like talking about the movie. Sometimes people just think, oh, that only happens in movies. The reality is, no, like a lot of those things happen in real life. And Brian even said something that Eric also caveated on is that, you know, man, you don't really see the damage that that these kids and these people go through, like permanent damage that it's years and years and years and years of post-traumatic stress disorder, of nightmares, of relationship problems, trust issues. And unfortunately, I don't believe that we are set in our current society to be able to help those people effectively or the community is also not set up in a way to be able to help those people effectively. And there lies like the big problem that, that I have when I communicate this to people is just help each other out, you know, be kind to each other and just look around. Because at the end of the day, if you look around, you're going to see it. It's more common than, than you think, you know. Yeah, it's like, turn, it turns out Jesus was right. <laughs> it turns out who would have guessed <laughs> it just keep just be good to people right and if you're not if you don't believe in god it's like okay well be good to people yeah you know and and, and this people. is the and this is the turnaround with that right like one of the reasons i stopped doing those cases was because i started to get angry enough that i was like you know i could really kill these motherfuckers mm. and like when that's a thought process that you have which, again, it's not kind. That's when I think most people need to remove themselves from those situations and just teach or uh, spread the knowledge of it, right? Spread the good word of it. But you also have to understand, man, like, you know, you can only take a beating for so much until you start to, like, re either really get upset. But then at the end of the rainbow, you know, you kind of see the light and you kind of like can talk about it. Like it took me years. I know I've known you for over a year, Anthony. In the beginning, I barely talked about it. And now I'm comfortable enough that, you know, we're on the show with thousands of people watching that. It's like it's a real thing, man. And like out of the hundreds of cases I did, like it, it really 
especially as a parent and as a husband, like it really opens your eyes up to a lot of shit that really puts you at like a different level and not even like a good one either, you know? So hopefully that, that answers your, your question, Anthony. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I say something real quick about that? Absolutely, brother. Um, I think on a see, so I do, obviously I believe in God and I believe that there's a Satan, like an opposition to it. Like it just inevitably, and there's there's two kingdoms happening right now. There's a huge war. There's a huge spiritual war that's happening right now, and people can't even see it. And it's very symbolic. So, for example, the mask. That mask was very symbolic. It was symbolic that you're going to shut your mouth. It was symbolic that you don't have an identity. It was symbolic that you're going to be controlled, right? So, so it was it had nothing to do with it. to me it was a spiritual symbolism the next thing was the was the solution you know what i'm doing right here you know the the v it was a solution but it wasn't god and so so many people turn to the false god thinking that's going to save them and and if you keep going down all of symbolic of the the six right there's symbol there's symbolism everywhere so what i think's happening with these the the why why somebody would eat eat flesh i think that's the satan's mimic because satan mimics god and so remember how jesus broke bread and he drank the wine and the bread was represented to be the flesh oh, and the I wine see. i understand He's, what you're saying now yeah, so yeah. so this is satan's mimic of the sacrament and so it's really important that all this stuff is very symbolic the same thing with the transgender stuff and i and look as I, I understand people that are watching, um, you might have family members that are going down this road and, or, you know, I, I love people. I'm not casting anyone to heaven or hell. I, I don't judge you to hell. But what I'm saying is this is very symbolic. God, God wants us to become like him, which is a full purpose of identity, a destiny resurrected so that we will be able to have procreation. We'll be able to procreate throughout eternity. That's what I believe. We literally can become like God because we are his seed. Like we are literally the seed of God. We're not a tree. We're not an animal. We are children of God. And I can show you tons of Bible uh, scriptures that will back that up. However, Satan, he wants us to become like him, which is no identity, no destiny, no gender. Satan doesn't have any body parts. And so that's why I believe this whole thing's happening with this whole trans thing, trying to get uh, no gender because he's getting, uh, he's literally getting people prepared for hell a lot of symbolism on tv too with the the behemoth stuff too like i've been i've been seeing that a lot too because i pay a lot of attention to like the symbolism of shit right yep um it's real that's another thing yeah it's another Very thing real. Seen, like a lot of hand signals and a lot of stuff and i'm like oh that looks like like this so yeah it's yeah it's it's crazy man how Yep. How it yep. is. But and, Anthony, and, does that answer your question? Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead, brother. I didn't know. No, I was just going to say heaven and hell is real, and we just need to repent and turn to God and say, hey, I'm sorry for this stuff I've done. And every day when we mess up, um, like just get better and better. And and that's when God, he'll cover us with the blood of Christ. That's how this works. Like we are here for a reason. We are here to be tested for any listener that's like, what? why am I even here on earth? This is a test to see if you are going to do follow your conscience right so everybody's given these missions in life everybody anthony's given mission can't rich we all have these missions that we're supposed to perform and we all have gifts we all have talents it's like follow that 
and and you will see why you were born in my that opinion. is the most beautiful thing that i have heard all day and and i got told that when i was very young that i had an aptitude for languages and here i am at 36 like I'm that is you, it's a gift beautiful. dude it's a gift yeah. but but see our purpose here on earth is that we will we're going to cultivate ourselves so here's a scripture dude that is so good it's in it's in romans it's in romans chapter 8 and it tells us about our identity and this is why it's really important that we become saved through christ because um it says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of god and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if so be that we suffer with him that we might be glorified together um and so to me this is the most important truth that you can realize is that you're a child of god and if you grow line upon line have you ever heard the term an oak sleeps in the acorn i have not okay so think about it an oak an oak tree it sleeps in the acorn so if an oak tree drops a seed in the ground what does that acorn become like eventually like its parent the oak well who are you that's what I'm trying to tell you. You are a child of God. And if you know who you are, dude, that in the next life, like right now we can't become like that, but in the next life we can become perfect. Like Jesus said, he's like, be ye therefore perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. And the word perfect literally means fully developed or completed. And so, so anyone listening that's kind of depressed, you have a lot of awesome stuff look, to, to look forward to. Because you are you are born to become a king and a queen if you stay on that path. That's fucking good. Like that got me motivated. It's true, man. It's true. Like that we're here, we're we're here to battle, man. We're here to battle for righteousness. I'm all about liberty because liberty is the kingdom of God. That's why I don't care if you're in America, I don't care if you're a Canadian trucker, I don't care where you're at. If you're standing up for your God given rights, dude, that's the kingdom of God. You you do not give away your God given rights. Those are, if you give them away physically, you also give them away spiritually. And that's well, your character dies. What's that? Your character goes away. It, your soul. That's how you lose your soul. Remember when you put that mask on for like, if you go on an airplane, it was like, you just felt so yucky. Like I went on an airplane a couple times with the mask. I went to the I hospital. Like, well, good for you. Cause so I did. And I felt like I felt awful. I did too. I argued. I wore families. them in Korea in two thousand and eight. So in two thousand, I argued the hospitals. Ladies, they're like all overweight. After like, like all these, all these fat ladies were just like, you need to wear a mask for your health. And like, you're fucking obese. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I just like owned them in my conversation. What's that old like, saying? The the like, you're, you're literally like, <laughs> <laughs> You ever look at him and go, this bitch? This it's awful. It's the, the hypocrisy, dude. The hypocrisy. You're going to tell me about health? Oh, my god! They're gosh. healthy, Eric. What are you talking about? They're beautiful in their own skin. I can't. It's I a can't. form of hell, dude. Slavery. Look, this whole this whole communism is the most satanic. Uh, it's the devil's kingdom. Communism is the devil's kingdom. And we cannot allow it to happen. And if we allow it to happen, we're going to lose our souls. So do not give away your God-given rights. You know, when I and why I'm so passionate about this, here's my book, by the way, and you can read this for free. So I'm not trying to sell you a book. You can read my book online for free uh, at ericmutsos.com. And this is when in 2014, I lost my gun and my badge because I didn't want to celebrate in my police uniform in the LGBT parade. 
And this is nothing against people that are gay. I don't believe that it's the proper order of heaven. In other words, I don't believe a man and a man can can procreate forever, right? So that's why I don't believe in it. It's nothing against a man and a man that like each other. I don't care. It just goes against what I believe. So they, my my police department wanted me to lead the gay parade in my uniform as part of the celebration. And I said, it goes against my conscience. I can't do it. And they took my badge and my gun for discrimination. And since then, and so that's what my story's about. And so since then, I've been trying to teach people, like, do not ever bow down. Don't ever go against your conscience. Eric, Never. Eric, we got to have you on the show. We got to, we got to talk. I just downloaded the book. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you can just, yeah, you can read it there on, uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it at my, my company, which is freedomblends.com. You can get an actual hard or, you know, a, co a copy of it. But, you know, I was calling out a lot of stuff with police quotas. I, I mean, the, 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 the law enforcement industry, there's some good, there's some good sheriffs out there, good elected representatives. But if, these big cities, dude, they got some problems and, and, and I still back the blue, right? Cause we need cops. We do. Mm -hmm. Um, but the whole system's messed up, man. Eric, I got a question for you, Anthony, if you don't mind before we, we, we talk about that. Do you mind for a real quick minute? He's, he's giving me the silent treatment there. <laughs> Can you hear me, Anthony? Yeah, Anthony, yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I just had a question for Eric about that. Eric, do you and I come yeah, from yeah, prior yeah. law enforcement, too. Do you do you think that obviously we know yeah. that there's a lot of issues, right? We know there's a lot of issues with law enforcement. Do you think that training is about 50 percent more or less of the issues that we have? What do you mean? Like, be more specific. So. My question would be, do you think that cops could utilize more training in in areas of law and of uh, de-escalation? Because that's oh, a question sure. I always like yeah. to ask. Look, to me, the, the biggest problem, one, one of the biggest problems we have in law enforcement is that we have these this pressure for cops to go out and, and drum up business, right? So when you have, that's how cops are rated is on their stats. Right. Mm -hmm. So how many arrests do you have? How many tickets do you have? How many con so so when you're a rookie and you're going out and you know getting names and, and kicking a um you think that's what's supposed to be happening when in reality you're drumming up business. Business, yeah. Literally, that's that's so when you got a white officer posted up in a minority neighborhood, but he has to hit a certain number of whether it's tickets or whether it's contacts or whether it's drug arrests. I've heard that called the easy, the easy peasy zone in some states, by the way. Some yeah, cops so that we, we had that. Yeah. We we had quotas at Salt Lake City Police. They, they wanted us to arrest five people per day. And I was like, uh-uh, like, uh, no, like what? And, 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 and so they put a number on it. And when they put a number on it, I had a big problem with that because it's like, I am an, I am a law enforcement officer and I, I, I get to, I have discretion. Mm, and so yeah, to me, to me, question. and the reason why they do this is twofold. This is, they don't have any other way to, they don't have any other way to judge somebody. Right. And so they're, so they just think stats are the way to do it. And they think by how many tickets you produce, that makes you a good cop. When in reality, what makes you a good cop is how you're treating people and how you're responding and how you're serving the community. That's the truth. 
that's a good way to put uh the problems with the the evaluation system. I'll, I'll have to get get with you and sit down and talk about more. Second, stuff, really quick. Second, and then I'll be done. At the end of the year, they turn in the that they turn in the stats to the federal yes, government. The, and the feds, the feds then give give grants mm-hmm. to these local agencies, so they have to they have to look like they're busy. It's mm-hmm. it's a racket, dude. Just legal. It's a racket. And 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 it and it needs to stop. Yeah, Anthony, you had something for me, brother. I didn't say anything. I was just listening. Man. Like, uh, oh, I do need to get out of there, but I'll talk like nine more hours. I mean, you guys are fucking awesome, man. I appreciate you guys uh, doing all this stuff, man. Like, it's cool. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate Anytime. you. Anytime. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us on. Yeah, man, I appreciate you doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it again like, for sure. You, uh, you've always you've always been uh, pretty good to me and my people, man. So I appreciate you a lot, brother. Oh, well, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, any any links or anything you want to throw on before we get on? I got uh, probably wanted it on an hour. Like, uh, you guys got any plugs you want to throw on? Yeah. Uh, Eric, do you want to go first or Kent? Do you want to go? No, first? I'm good. I appreciate it. Um, you guys have a great night. Good meeting you. See you later. Have uh, a good night, everybody. You too, bro. Thanks again, man. Take it easy. I, uh, I got a, a, a roast battle on Friday here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and my opponent backed out. So I'm just going to do 10 minutes. That's all I got. <laughs> Guys, take it easy, Anthony. Uh, everybody, you can follow me on Instagram at language underscore ninja and at Richard Avila's. God bless everybody. Ken, it's nice knowing you. We got to trade some contact info, brother. For sure. Yeah. That was just me. <laughs>